0: Welcome to Autoimmune Revolution Radio. I'm your host, Justin Janoska, clinician and founder of the Autoimmune Revolution. After watching my mom suffer with autoimmune disease, I have made it my mission and purpose to help people like you. Unlock the door to better results, regain control of your body, and feel like yourself again. I want you to become an autoimmune alchemist and get your life back. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. May you be filled today with joy, abundance, and loving kindness, peace and love. If it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. I read that this morning and I was kind of laughing to myself because that is pretty much my mantra these days. And I don't know about you, but if it takes too much energy, if it's too distressing, and it's interfering with my joy and happiness, I want nothing to do with it anymore. And that that's come from a lot of struggle and heartache and pain over the years and kind of fighting reality instead of just walking away and turning a page. Again, a lot of us have to find out the hard way. Um, I say that a lot with people with chronic disease in order for them to change and want to commit to better health and to pursue a program or get support. But it's true for me in other contexts like. This with uh, you know people you engage with or situations you're involved with that are no longer serving you. So uh, this is also relevant to today's episode. So before we get into that, I want to say welcome to Autoimmune Revolution Radio. I'm your host Justin Janoska, and if this is your first time, thank you for being here. And uh, we're gonna get right into this discussion here on what is the difference between alternative and conventional medicine? What are the pros and cons of each side? What do we need? What do we not need? It's a very sort of contentious issue. And coming back to what I just said here, if it costs you your piece, it's too expensive. And what's ironic about this is that when you work with certain professionals and doctors, it's often costing you your piece because of how much stress you're you're put through with following protocols and doing all these things and maybe just being dismissed and ignored and not getting any support at all and that's not really peaceful is it and the other side of that is the amount of money and the financial strain that it's put you through you're spending all this money on with uh seeing specialists or doing alternative approaches and seeing people outside of conventional medicine and that can amount to thousands and thousands of dollars, and that's not—that's costing your peace too, isn't it? So <laughs> there are many different uh, angles with how this can really drain your peace. And look, I'm not going to say sit here and say that it won't be stressful or you won't have that you'll have the most pleasant experience through the healing journey or not. I'm—I—I I hope you would. I hope you will, but I don't think that will be the case because of just, unfortunately, what people have to go through in my experience, jumping around from one practitioner and doctor to the next, and just unfortunately being um, disappointed with their lack of uh, improvement or support. But what I will say is that it's about how we respond to this. It's not even about, it is about what they're doing or not doing uh, as far as the practitioner or doctor goes. But how we respond to that really dictates our peace. One of my favorite quotes is, serenity is not freedom from the storm, it's peace amidst the storm. So whatever's happening in your life in general, you can find peace within that storm. And there's a lot of tumultuous, crazy things going on around each of us, myself included, but I can choose to be calm in the storm and find that serenity and peace. It takes a lot of practice, but that's what doing the inner work and going inside does for us. All right, so enough of the spiritual jargon for a minute, and let's talk about both sides of medicine here. You know, what really got me interested in having this discussion with you today, it came from this sort of uh, message I was getting a lot from people I was speaking to about how they have this sort of resistance to taking drugs and pharmaceuticals, and they'll say to me, oh, I'm not taking thyroid medications, or I'm not taking this medication, and um I'm just completely against, you know, allopathic medicine and for whatever reason. And I completely understand where that, why you might think that way. And we all have our different reasons for why that might be. Maybe we had somebody in our life who was injured or experienced a lot of damage from conventional medicine. Um, you know, look, there, there are certainly issues with what what is happening in the mainstream medicine world. And I'm not here to bash or... Uh, condemn any side here. It's more about, let's just take take this from a sort of hopefully objective view and of course I'm asserting my opinion here, but I'm trying to have a non-biased stance towards this because we need to. And I'm hoping that after you're done listening to this, you can also reevaluate and come from it in a non-biased way too. And so We all have kind of started with conventional medicine, I think, because that's just the way things are, my mom included, of course. And we need that, of course, when it comes to acute treatments and emergency medicine and that whole thing. But when it comes to chronic disease and illness, it's a different ball game. And truth be told, they don't have the tools and techniques and therapies to help people beyond surface level interventions like medications to mitigate symptoms. Okay. I think we all kind of know that. And that's just the way the world works. That's the politics. That's the way the medical system's worked itself out. We need medicine at appropriate times. And that's sort of my issue with people who are sort of one sided in kind of in team alternative medicine and refuse to take thyroid medications or any sort of medication. Um, I had a client recently who I recommended or to at least explore. A, psychotro- a psychotropic for her anxiety. And I said, go see a, a psychiatrist and explore this because I think you might really need it and he might agree. And sure enough, she did. And she was prescribed it. So there, there's a time and place for this sort of thing. And I honestly use thyroid as an example because many people I talk to with hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's will say they don't take thyroid replacement and I'm just like, hey, why, why is that? What's that about? I just don't like the idea of it, and I don't want to be on medication. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally hear you. I totally hear you. I wouldn't want to be on that either. But what I say in the same breath is, while I understand where you're coming from and why it, would, it doesn't feel like a great thing to do, what if I told you that it would help bring your TSH down and help prevent a lot of future complications? And that really it's just a sort of a safety net while you address lifestyle modifications and do those sort of things which are actually going to benefit you the most. How would you feel about that then? And then maybe you can get off medication, right? Versus not being on it at all and really suffering and struggling with fluctuating or worsening TSH levels, which is a real health problem, and ongoing symptoms that could be mitigated if you were on replacement through the lifestyle changes. So you can kind of make a conclusion around that, but that is why we really need to kind of let go of this is bad, this is good, and this black or white binary thinking, because it, to be fully transparent here, thyroid replacement is very critical for people with hypothyroidism, especially when the TSH is increasingly worsening. And I've seen people with the TSH in the 70, 80, 90, 100, and that's really bad. It's not good. Okay, now that's very extreme and not very common, but it proves the point that we need to take this stuff seriously and be on medications when we need it. Okay, and and having an open mind to that doesn't mean it's forever, but maybe right now you need it. Okay, and as I think about this, I know M.D.s who are trained in functional medicine and very well versed and do all the alternative medicine approaches, but they still prescribe pharmaceuticals when needed, right? What if I told you this, that if you have mast cell activation syndrome and you have issues with mast cells, like my mom does, that benzodiazepines, which are needed for anxiety, can really help with reducing mast cell activity. Would you then be against it, right? And, and and that's the same argument we can make for a low-dose altrexone and these drugs that have some other benefits that we may not be aware of beyond their primary use. Okay. Because there's, I mean, there's more to it than I even know, of course, but if you're aware of these sort of things, you might reconsider it. Okay. So it's all about intention. I think that's the point, but beyond this, we, we can see that it's very difficult to get what you need from a medically trained, conventionally trained medical doctor. And, When it comes to diet and lifestyle changes, you don't hear much about it at all. And you might ask the doctor for what they think. They give you nothing and they dismiss you and ignore you. And, you know, you have a seven minute appointment and that's all you get. And this is why we explore alternative medicine because this is, you know, large in part a lifestyle issue. And we have to consider trauma and emotions and the microbiome and the lymphatic system and toxins and other toxicities and pathogens and whatnot. So, there, there's a whole bucket of stuff that we have to consider. And that's obviously the appeal for many people. And chances are, if you're listening to this, you, you're <laughs> you're interested in alternative medicine and you have spent a lot of time and energy researching and looking and exploring different things to help with your health issues. And so there is a lot to discuss with that and what to do. And I'm not here to kind of go and pick apart every little thing that we can do in alternative medicine, what potentially useful things are out there, but more about the philosophy and how we use it. Because again, like I said earlier, my, my gripe right now are, is the the situation where people are si- kind of siding with alternative medicine or conventional. And again, the people that are refusing to acknowledge the utility of drugs or conventional medicine is one side of things, but the other side being that there are people who are really against alternative medicine, and they they think that the doctor knows everything, and that they can just get by with with medications, and you know they don't want to do much else. And maybe it's because they are indoctrinated to think that way due to a lot of marketing and things we see on TV and th- those sort of things, which is part of the master plan of big pharma, I think, but I think most of America is wired that way. And that's actually the way it is, unfortunately. They don't know it any other way. And I think that's probably part of the reason. But some people honestly just want a shortcut and they want to do the bare minimum work. And I talked about this uh, actually yesterday on social media, but I said, you know, that's fine if you're wired that way and people need to learn and and find their own way through life with with things. I might see things one way. And, and actually I've had people in my life who, who only took medications and saw doctors and they have autoimmune disease. And I said, you know, I really, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, wow, there's so much you could do here. There's so much potential and I w I don't want you to suffer. And but we have to explore different things. If you stay down this one path with with conventional medicine, you're probably going to be stuck the rest of your life. And my older self and my you know, earlier in my years when I was in graduate school, I was very adamant about this. I was saying to people, we need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this. And it was really the wrong thing to do because you can't force someone to change. It's not your responsibility either. Like I always say, it's not your responsibility to manage other people's emotions. Well, it's not your responsibility to manage other people's lifestyle and what they do with their health. And, you know, you can offer advice, you can you can ask for permission and do all those things, but. Nowadays, I don't even think twice about giving any unsolicited advice or anything like that. It's more about ask permission and give, if they ask me any questions about what to do, but I'm not going to just voluntarily deliver all this information and give them my two cents because it doesn't really go well, and people need to be ready for that, okay? So um, anyway, coming back to uh, what I was saying on social media yesterday, what I said was, if you don't make health and wellness part a part of your value system, nothing is really going to change. Like you can do all the protocols and treatments and passively do these things, which I think a lot of people do. For instance, you might have diabetes, or you might have PCOS, or autoimmune disease, maybe, um, and or maybe even acne, for for example, and. You know it's an issue. It's not too bad, but you're like, okay, I should probably do something about this. So you get some advice, you get some recommendations, you take this drug, it's medication, change your diet, do maybe some surface level things, a hybrid of conventional alternative medicine approaches, but not much else. And you're kind of just doing the the bare minimum and you're taking the the path of least resistance, which is what a lot of people want to do because it takes a lot of time, money, or effort, I would say, into making these changes. But it doesn't really work out. And that's why I can I continue to say that I only work with people, my team and I at the autoimmune revolution only work with people who are fully committed and are 100% all in and are willing to make health and well-being a part of their value system. And you know, that doesn't mean I don't want to work with you or people who are not making it part of their value system. But for me, I just know that people like that are not going to get the best results and they're going to be disappointed. They're not going to be happy in the end. And I've, I've learned the hard way from doing this when people were kind of 50, one in, one foot in one foot out. And that was why people were disappointed. I was disappointed. I wasn't happy with the outcome. And so for me, the reason why our clients do so well is because they're 100% all in 100% committed and are willing to do the work. And there's no other way around it. So no protocol will save you if you're, not making health part a part of your value system. If you want to reach your fullest potential and get the best results possible, then you have to change your value system. And so in order to change your value system, you have to change your whole philosophy on what is valuable and what is a, a priority in your life and what isn't. And I, 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 I don't even like saying that, honestly. I'm. I'm. It's more about where do you how do you divide your energy and time? Like for me, I have a lot of things I love to do and I I can't, I struggle with trying to balance it all, like with health and researching and writing this book and, um, helping my clients do the business side of things and also writing music and playing music. Um, and all these other sort of projects I have, it's very hard to juggle it all and spend enough time. For me, and so it's more about, all right, how do I prioritize this stuff and how can I divide it up in a way where I can put enough energy and teach you these things to make it um, come to fruition and make sure that I'm satisfied at the end of the day? Well, we have to do that with our health. And for me, it's a non-negotiable. It's always going to be at the top of the totem pole because without my health, without your health, you have nothing. Literally. I have worked with many, many people who are very affluent, well-off, been very successful in their career and their life, and they have immense fatigue, can't get out of bed. They have joint pain, muscle pain, depression, apathy, no motivation, and gut issues and food intolerances, and can you know barely function. And I just go, I never want that to be my experience. And I would hate to see anyone have to go through that. And that's why you can have all the things you want materialism and the things you want in the world but it will not make it it will not matter it won't at all you won't be able to enjoy your life i mean it's pretty i think obvious at this point for us to admit that if you don't have your health so for me it's very very clear and i hope it is for you that health has to be a, a, the most important thing so that means you have to divert some of your time resources energy and money away from the car, the kids, the vacation, the hobbies, you know, all the things you're, you're spending your energy and resources on to your health. You know, it's as simple as that, but it's very hard for people to do that because they're not, you know, in, in a lot of pain. And, you know, what's really interesting, too, and I've said this before, is that if you had cancer, you wouldn't think twice about it. You would be immediately changing things around. You would put all of your time, money, and energy into this treatment And changing your life around because you know it's life threatening. But when it comes to anything else, like autoimmune disease, PCOS, gut issues, candida, maybe some mental illness, or what have you, it's kind of like, eh, yeah, it's not too bad. I can get by for now and I'll get to it when I get to it, or you know, when I have time, I'll say, you know, and that's what people say. And I just go, Okay, that's your choice, but just realize that this stuff does not get easier as it progresses. And it usually it usually doesn't get better, it just gets worse. So That's why I'm a huge advocate for preventative medicine and why we need to be proactive, and not reactive, okay? So this is very, very important. And I want to also just say that this is not about judging you or criticizing you or blaming you or none of that. I'm just speaking from the highest place of love and from my heart because I care and I want you to thrive and be better, but we have to often get out of our own way, myself included. It's not easy, but this is why we have to have these discussions. So at the end of the day, the my 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 overall opinion about alternative versus conventional is we need both. We do. It's it's pretty evident to me. People with chronic disease need both for acute treatments for things they need to do to prevent um, or uh, deal with you know avert symptoms because people will have you know these sort of uh, symptoms or and complaints or tell me about, and like, what do I do? What diet do I cha- or do I um, adopt, or what supplement do I take? And I say honestly, there's nothing that's going to give you instant relief like a medication will. So go pursue that for now. It's totally, it's okay, right? All options are on the table. That's always been my philosophy. If we're just too one sided and, and only do that, then that's a problem. If we're one sided and only do alternative medicine and, and just think diet and supplements are gonna get us through, then that's not very wise either. So we, it's it's usually a hybrid of both. But emphasizing the point that this is a lifestyle issue and that because it is, alternative medicine is really the way to go. Now, obviously there are conventional doctors who are practicing integrated medicine to do these things. So it's a little bit different story, but what I'm really kind of just um, comparing, contrasting here is the conventionally trained doctor and what they're doing with you versus someone else like a naturopath or a chiropractor or some practitioner who is, is exploring these sort of things that are obviously very trendy. So we need both. And I, I hope you consider that. I hope you, uh, if you know this, that's great. You know, I hope it jump started something and you <laughs> got you to think about this a little differently because, um, it really grinds my gears and people are so one sided and biased because it's not, you know, The 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 truth is, you know, and this has been my observation: is the truth really lies in the middle? It's never one extreme or the other. Tell me where. Tell me an example in life where the answer has been one extreme or the other. Right? Oh, it's keto. It's vegan. It's uh, uh, paleo. It's this diet. It's this supplement. It's all this. None of that. You know, it's this is not the way we should be thinking about things. It's more about considering all options and seeing if it makes sense. integrate this into your protocol into your lifestyle because if it gets you where you want to be then who cares right if it supports you and gets you to the results you want then we should consider all options right it's like painting a canvas you've got 50 colors to choose from you can choose 50 colors to choose from to make this elaborate beautiful painting or you can just use one and think about how boring that would probably be well to some may not be (laughs) you know i'm an artist i I grew up in as an artist, so <laughs> I know that I use more than one color. So anyway, all right. So we're going to end it there, but I hope that was helpful to some degree and uh, was thought-provoking. And I would love to know your thoughts and opinions about this as well. Feel free to leave me a, a comment or a review. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. And let me know what you think. You can also find me at Justin Janoska on Instagram. And I'm happy to support you any way I can so please feel free to find me say hello and maybe we can work together in the future all right have a beautiful day be curious stay open-minded be well be safe and I will see you next time peace and love